I pretty much only ever know the date these days because I say it every day on this show, and today it's Monday, January 27th, 2014. Your Daily Lex. That is me. Thank you once again for joining me. Uh, I think I need to drink more. <laughs> Let me rephrase. I don't think I need to drink more in general. Like, I don't think... I, I Sometimes I make a joke about how I, I could never smoke cigarettes, but I'm thinking of using the Nicorette gum to work up to them, uh, which, I, I mean, I'm not going to actually do, uh, in case there was any confusion. But, you know, uh, my wife and I enjoy a drink from time to time. I'll have beers with friends on poker night or at barbecues or whatever, but we're not regular drinkers. And obviously, I mean, there is, I suppose, a slippery slope if one is genetically or otherwise inclined to become an alcoholic. I'm not worried about that for me. But I did notice uh, this morning as I was unloading the dishwasher at breakfast, and the dishwasher probably had about three days worth of dishes in the tops, uh, you know, five different alcohol beverage glasses, wine glasses and some cocktail glasses and that sort of thing, uh, split somehow between me and my wife. And it's because I think we're actively trying to uh, drink a little bit more because we, I don't know, enjoy it. Now, when you're drinking, you have this decision of, you know, are you drinking just like a single cocktail, maybe two over the course of hours because you want that warm or fun-headed feeling? Or are you looking to, you know, drink insane amounts to become rip-roaringly drunk? Uh, I will say in the uh, in the Mac community, or at least in the uh, Apple Fan Tech Conference community, there is a, uh, a big connection contingent, a popular contingent that really is is more in the latter goal. Let's drink as heavily as possible to get as drunk as possible, as quickly as possible. Uh, I enjoyed that uh, like four or five times in college, but I'm, I'm definitely beyond that point. Uh, what I suffer from, however, is a kind of lack of alcohol drinking knowledge. Uh, I mean, I know something about beers, but I mostly... Uh, don't have an education on what good mixed drinks are. I know like two mixed drinks that I like, neither of which is fancy or anything, and then that's what I order. Uh, my favorite is probably uh, these days a gin and tonic. I never have a gin and tonic at home because I can't drink enough tonic to make it worthwhile, so I'd have to get those little tonic bottles, I guess, and I can never find them in the store. And uh, I don't want to order them from Amazon because it feels alcoholic-ish to say, well, I can't get the mixing element I need for my gin and tonics at home, so let me order them from the internet. So I, uh, what I really need, and I'm sure there is, although I haven't Googled for this yet, is, you know, a, a webpage that teaches me, here are the four or five stock alcohols you should have in your bar at home. And here are the 30 drinks you can make from those with simple household chemicals, <laughs> vinegar and uh, dish soap mixed with vodka. It's delicious. You should all try it. Don't try it. Don't sue me or try it and don't sue me. But when I think about alcohol and making drinks at home and everything. Uh, you know, one of the things that comes up is Penn and Teller. I love Penn and Teller. I've loved Penn and Teller since I was a kid and first discovered them first just for their magic, then for their writing, then for their life philosophies, and even to a degree politics, really guys who I think I could enjoy spending time with. And uh, Penn loves to reference the fact that even though he looks like, you know, a uh, total grunge rocker, hippie, drunk man of some sort. Uh, he's never had a sip of alcohol. And I always think that's kind of interesting about him. How can you, uh, and you know, he doesn't object to people who want to use alcohol. He has no problem with that, but I'm surprised that he can object to alcohol without ever having, uh, tried it or experienced it. Now at the same time, I, 
kind of object to murder, even though I've never committed it, uh, as far as this podcast knows. Um, but I feel like that's a little bit different. It's, I mean, I have no problem with Penn's objection to alcohol, but I wonder why he's objecting to it. And he says, you know, it's not like there was a family history of alcohol abuse or anything else. He just decided that it wasn't for him. And like I say, I'm fine with that. But sometimes when I drink, I think, you know, Penn might not really approve of this, even though Penn stresses that, you know, feel free to do whatever you want. So thank you, Penn, for your approval of my drinking. Um, and then when I, you know, I don't want to drink anything that I don't enjoy the taste of, which I maybe go back, goes back to the super taster episode. I don't know. Uh, but I am trying to experiment a little bit more. I, it took me until I was in my thirties before I could drink red wine without making a disgusted face. Uh, and recently I've tried to experiment with some drinks that I Google recipes for looking at what I have in the house. Uh, and I did enjoy over the weekend, a hot buttered rum. Although I think next time I will do it without the butter, a uh, hot buttered rum is rum and butter, brown sugar, cinnamon mixed together, uh, and you add boiling water. So it's a hot alcoholic drink. I had hot wine when I was in Europe, and I kind of like that too. So heat up your alcohol, I think is the point of today's lesson. I'll catch you tomorrow. Lex. Lex.